This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. All righty. I hope you're feeling as good as your crypto bags are right about now. Yeah. Woo. Loving it. Loving it. Wow. It's uh it's too good. It's too good. You <laughs> Woo! Jasmine hit two pennies today. Told you about Jasmine when it was a th- a third of a penny, so you 5 x that investment. We've been uh, telling you about Bitcoin at 16, at 20,000, at 25, and now it hit up to 64. By the way, for those of you that are a little, because I know some of you are new and you haven't uh, been in this, uh, in this fight for a while, uh, it hit 64 and then it went down to 59.9, and then it cl- it's climbed back up to 61, I believe, is where it's at. Huh? 61.4 is where we're at right now. So it is, uh, it, it's, it, it'll come back. Uh, actually, no, 60,318 right now. So we got a little bit of a dip. Now, Coinbase went down. And a lot of people that uh, have their accounts on Coinbase, guess what they saw? Zero. That's not good. <laughs> now, but it's all blockchain. They'll put it back. They'll figure it out. It's not, it's not a big deal. Um, J-Town says, I think, oh, just retired. Not yet. But, yeah, you never know. Uh, But anyway, so um, Coinbase went down, and then that obviously affected a lot of accounts and and affected Bitcoin. That's why that was part of that crash. So it might be when they reestablish everything in the accounts, everything might go back up a little bit more. Um, What's going on now, let me explain to you. It looks good, okay. So... um, this is this is what's going on. I want you to know, okay? The money that's coming in, because like I had a, a friend of mine that's a complete newbie at this, right? And he goes, well, I'll just wait. You know, it'll go to 60 again. It'll go back down to 15 like it did. And I'm like, yo, dude, you don't really understand what's going on here. You know, for the last 12 years plus, Bitcoin and crypto was carried by retail. You and me, working stiffs, Okay. So when a working stiff gets a coin that explodes, what do working stiffs do? We sell. We cash out. When, when um, recession comes, what do us working stiffs do? We cash out. When we lose our jobs, what do our working stiffs do? We cash out, right? And that's how it was for 12-plus years for crypto. There's a difference now. The money that's coming in is institutional money. It's coming in from BlackRock. It's coming in from Fidelity. Okay? It's coming in from people that don't sell. Okay? These are people that have money. So it's the same. The foundation of the stock market are people that are well off. Okay? Because there's no recession for them. They're in the business that they make money in a recession. You know what I'm saying? There's no unemployment for these people. 
That's why they keep their Amazon stock and their Microsoft and, and whatever, Tesla, you name it. They're not selling it. They're buying more on the dips. That's, what, that's, that's, how, that's how smart people get rich. That's how investors get rich. As they say, when there's blood in the streets, that's when you do your most damage, right? That's when you go out and buy. And so that's why the fluctuations you've seen in the past of 40%, those days are done because foundational money is coming in. BlackRock had its most traffic today ever for Bitcoin and their ETFs. ETFs overall today broke a record, okay, for volume. It's that, why do you think we went all the way to 64? So now you have retail people that are probably selling. Hey, God bless them, bro. They probably bought Bitcoin at 15, at 20, 25, 30, 35, and they got their chance to make some money and they're getting out. You know what I mean? But the whales that are coming in now, these are not people looking to get out after it goes up 10,000 or 100,000. These are the people that pass it on to their kids. That's what they do. They pass on their Tesla stocks and they pass on their Amazon stocks, you know, that they bought at 10 bucks. <laughs> That's kind of the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? So the fluctuations are not going to happen anymore like that. Those corrections are done for Bitcoin. Okay. All coins are still going to have volatile, volatile breaks one way or the other. Okay. But Bitcoin won't because it's a store value. Uh, you've got people getting out of gold ETFs to get into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is superior to gold. There, there's a scarcity to Bitcoin that there isn't to gold. You're going to mine new gold every day. They're mining new gold all over the world. So it's not as scarce as Bitcoin. And that's where this whole thing's going to change. So that's why I try to explain it to them because a lot of people don't really understand what's really going on. This will bounce back. So the retail people that are selling their Bitcoin, guess who's going to gobble it up now? The institutional people now. So tomorrow, the ETFs will gobble up what was sold because now they got it at a cheaper price because if everybody hangs on, it stays around 64, 65. And by the way, we were hoping for a God candle. Not going to happen today, it looks like it. A God candle has never happened with Bitcoin where it moves up 10,000 in one day. We moved up 6,000 before the correction here. So it, there was a chance, but it's going to happen. A God candle is coming, all right? It's coming. It's going to happen. So uh, be prepared, all right? There you go. So it just kind of give you a little bit about what's, what's actually going on uh, with Bitcoin and, and how it's uh, breaking all down for you. Uh, James on the roll call says, I bought Bitcoin last night. It wasn't a lot, though. Hey, man. Every little bit helps. Just keep buying every little bit, and it's just going to grow perpetually. Uh, Jamsville says, morning, Big O. Bitcoin, there you go. Angelo De Jesus, good day, O and Sean. My crypto bag is getting fatter. I can't thank you enough, O, for all your financial advice. I can't wait for the show. Thank you, thank you. James says, should have listened to Big O sooner. It's all right, man. It's, it's, um, it takes some guts to, to you know, to explore something new that we're all going to be living on. The blockchain is the new internet, is what people don't understand. 
and Cardano and Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're all cities on these blockchains. And then they're all going to house all these businesses. Eventually, Canesware will be on Avalanche or Cardano or Ethereum when they go to the blockchain because Brett will want to protect his logo, protect his, his business, and the blockchain is the safe internet. And that's where everybody, musicians and artists and, and business people, are going to be able to protect their trademarks and their products and all that. And they're going to be able to track everything a lot easier. People don't understand that kind of stuff. And so that's why they look at it and they think it's some kind of game. And they don't really understand that it's the digital stock market that is developing before your eyes. And it's the same thing as having a stock. It's just a different way of doing it. And by the way, all your stocks will be tokenized soon. Because the stock market will go on the blockchain. Because that's the easier way for them to protect and, and track everything. So these are things that people just don't understand. And this is why, how many times have I told you over the last three years, please study what goes on with our banking system. Find out about fractionalized banking. Find, about what, find out about what they're doing to our dollar by printing so much money, how much they devalue it. And then learn about Bitcoin and how it's the polar opposite that there's only a finite amount of it. So the only way it could go is up in value. It can't go down because you can't print it. You can't split it like a stock. You can't do anything like that. So these are things, but you have to also learn about our banking system and our dollar and how bad our deficit is, how bad, how bad the interest is on our deficit, how impossible it is to make up for the 34 trillion that we're currently in the hole for. And a trillion comes every other month, pretty much. Adds to it. And just the interest payment on that. So your dollar, you know, it's funny because they all add more and more to it and you complain about it, uh, inflation and every one of them are contributing to the inflation. But these are things that I... I, I I implore you, I beg you to learn about our banking system, our dollar, and then learn about Bitcoin. And then when you put it all together, the best part is you'll take the politics out of it and you'll realize they both are screwing you. So it's a beautiful thing. So check it out. Anyway, uh, let's see. Brooklyn Rob says, Big O, good morning or good afternoon now and Sean. Uh, need some help carrying my crypto wallet bags. There you go, my brother. Get, get one of those weight belts. Joseph says, great back-to-back wins by the heat. No doubt about it. Big O is not a financial advisor, but if he was, you would fire your current financial advisor. <laughs> Randy says, you have to have faith in what you believe in. My only regret is not buying Bitcoin in 2020, 2021. 20, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, a lot of us are like that. That's kind of the way it goes. Um, I'm not, a, I've never been an XRP guy. I, uh, I did not want to invest in anything that was involved in the middle of a, an SEC lawsuit and go look at this, go look at XRP's market cap currently right now. It's like top six or seven or eight or something. So look at, look at how much it's worth. And in order for you to double what it, what, what the value of the coin is now, you have to double that market cap. 
I don't know if XRP will grow to the, the lengths that others described. And, you know, I know a lot of people sold a lot of BS there on XRP. It's a good company, and we thank them for their lawsuit because that helped crypto. But I don't know if Garlinghouse and company are, and that coin is going to go up to, you know, $5, $7 or something like people talked about, $20. I don't know. Ocala Joe, Ocala, thank you, sir, for the cash app. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the man. Keep entertaining us, suffering Dolphin fans. And I got a lot of Dolphins talk today. A lot of Dolphins talk to talk about. Uh, XRP, dude, look at XRP the last 90 days. I had XRP myself and lost faith and took my losses. Look at XRP for the last couple of years. Please go look at the graph the last couple of years. Two, three years, two and a half years. It's kind of the same level. Hasn't gone really anywhere. It's kind of been just in the same kind of window. Got to look at it, man. You know what I mean? You can't be a fanboy of something. You got to make sure that you, you know, you got to be honest with yourself and, and take your losses and move on. I'm not saying that, okay? If you believe in XRP, maybe you're right and I'm wrong. Again, I am not a financial advisor, you know? No doubt, I think Bitcoin broke Coinbase. Yeah, people are FOMOing in. Uh, DCA actually slants the odds in the investor's favor. No need to try to time when the purchase. No one can do that. It makes profit even when the market drops. Amen? That's right. Randy agrees. Brett agrees. The party ride guy says Coinbase down. What say you, Big O? I just talked about that. You got it. They'll be back. They'll figure out everything. And it's kind of like Solana. They, they kind of can't handle a lot of traffic. Uh, Coinbase Mobile is having issues. Assets are safe. That's what the webpage says. Yeah, the assets are safe because it's all on the blockchain. So it doesn't erase or anything like that. So you're fine. Don't worry about it. Stetson O is in. Jamie Zoria out in San Jose. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Big O for president and Sean for vice. They want to kill us. They want to kill us. Uh, Les Jam says the way Spolstra puts each player in the spot to be at their best is amazing. Spo is, Shulin Spo are the best coaches ever I've seen in this town. End of story. Period. That's it. Shula and Spo. Those are the two best that I've ever seen. I grew up with Shula and watching the 70s, watching Woodstock and watching Marino and watching him win with different kinds of teams. And it's the same thing I see with Spo. He wins with Scrubberinis. He gets 31 and 10 and a half a season. He wins with the, the big three and the last few years here, almost no coach in the league would go to as many finals and Eastern Conference finals as Spo has done. Spo, for me, is the master of everything. He's, he reminds me so much of Shula that it doesn't matter what you give him, he doesn't force the system on the players. He creates the system for whatever players he has. And that's what great coaches do. As, as much as I love Riley, and he has the superior resume to Spo, but not the Heat resume. Because his Heat resume was one kind of team. The, the center and the, start and the point guard. And it's, it was kind of the same team all the time throughout his tenure here. Not Spo. 
How about the blood clot years with Bosch? How he had to switch up. Spo constantly proves why he is the best coach in the NBA. Because, see, here's what I've seen him without stars and thrive. I haven't seen that from Popovich. As great as Popovich is, without Duncan and the boys, he hasn't been nearly as effective. In fact, he doesn't even go to the playoffs. Spo goes to the playoffs every year, no matter what, pretty much. And he almost got a bunch of scrubs into the playoffs. Spo's greatness cannot be I, – I, I don't think – I still don't think we're there at the point where people are really appreciating how great this guy is. And maybe it's because he still looks young, you know? And maybe because he's not old and grizzled or whatever it is, you know, never an excuse. Never. We have enough. I, I, I can't say enough about Spo. I remember, you know, doing shows when we had Bumpgate with LeBron. And the amount of idiots I had calling QAM at that time to, you know, oh, we should change coaches. And I had to kind of fight those people too. And it's just at times I think fans don't appreciate exactly what you have. And I think we've gotten to that point where there's a lot of appreciation for Spo. I don't know if for some people they're where I'm at, where I say it's Shula and then Spo, you know. That's the way I, I look at it. You know what I mean? That's how great this guy is to me. It's amazing. It really is. Uh, oh, blue label bottle ready to open when we break 70,000. There you go, Randy. I love it. XRP is down 6% in the last nine day, 90 days, but some say it's mooning. Maybe. I mean, what can I tell you, man? You know? Moon boys are moon boys. Miami Breakers, J-Town, Robert T., um, any favorite altcoins out there anyone wants to share? Solana, uh, uh, Avalanche, Maddox, Lynx, uh, Immutable X, Adam, Say, about 10 others, profit takers in 18 months. Yes, sir. Huh? No. No. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so nice to meet you. Uh, Cosa Nostra says, afternoon, Big O. Finally got to listen to the actual live version of of the show, I have, oh, okay, cool, cool, nice. Um, what's it called? Uh, Pipe Man Slim is into Bitcoin, love it. Louis Beltran, uh, Sneak Attack, Big O, green isn't my favorite color, but I'm loving it right now. All the coins I have and the diversity I currently have, I own the tips you gave us and researching also Bitcoin to the moon. There you go, my brother. There you go. Lisa Rose, my Bitcoin bags are getting mighty heavy. Mike Moynihan, yeah, no show today, Mike. We're not on. Uh, Jonathan Jensen, Big O and Sean to retire after this Bitcoin run. Uh, Thomas Nieto, let's go, Big O. The crypto run got me feeling really good today. Mike Moynihan, cool, couldn't happen to a better guy. Get rich, Big O. Well, I don't know about rich, my brother, but I'd like to pay some bills, okay? I'm never going to have the blessings of being rich. Uh, Bless those that are, and hey, man, good for you. More power to you. But I'd like to make a couple bucks to pay a couple bills. That's what I'd like to do, okay? 
Uh, Daniel Barry is in the house. Brandon Flood, NorCal, Man of a Thousand Five Holds, Ron on the All Night Telethon. Jay Gelfin is in. Looks like the Heat is the team to to uh, is the is the team to beat and the beast of the East. Well, listen, I, I'll tell you this: if this is the Heat team we're going to get, the one that finished the break and started the break, then. You know, we've had four amazing postseason runs that none of us ever predicted would go as far as they have. Now we're spoiled. Now we're at a point where we can expect it. And one of the things that I talked about at the beginning of the year is that I thought that this team would be better than last year's team. By the way, did you see Max Struess hit the game winner yesterday? So anyway, uh, and maybe... The, the Haquez and the Jovic additions, and now I love the guards now. I love the guards now. With terrible – what is it, terrible Terry? Or scary Terry. Scary Terry. When and, he's hitting, and, when he's hitting, it's good. When he's right. a little off, it's it's a little bit upsetting sometimes. You don't, but right now you don't need him to really no, – I know that, but he's the guy that he, – he takes that – Keep shooting and they'll go in seriously. And it's like, no, today's not your night. Tonight's not your night, Scary Terry. Tonight's not your night. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's but right. he's hitting and it's and, it's good right now. It's and, good. So take and right also. But they're also yeah. but they're distributing the ball. Yeah. You know, well, like, the thing is now you've got like, Duncan like, distributing the ball. You've got Bam distributing the ball. Delon distributes the ball and Rozier and Butler had, as well. So Delon like, and Rozier had eight assists. Yeah. So you added eight assists. You know what I'm saying? No, that's no. I think to me that's like really important. By the way, Rozier had two blocks. And to be honest, if some of those shots had, fall, you've got rebounds. more than that. You Because there was somewhere, yeah. you know, I mean, if, if they would have just went in, you probably would have had more assists. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it, – it's, I, I right now, we can expect everything from the Heat right now. Now, win it all, I don't know, but – because I still don't think they're better than Denver. But I'm not afraid of anybody in the East, put it that way. Not Boston, not Milwaukee, and Boston should win. They should, they, they're the number one. They've proven to be the best team. Although I still don't trust Porzingis to stay healthy. I'm kind of almost waiting for him. You know, I, I, Not that I'm wishing it, but it's kind of what, it, what he does. What's up, Big O and Sean? I hope all is going great. Keep up the amazing work. I've been with you all the time. Can't wait to meet you guys one day. We will, Dennis. We will one day. We will. Uh, man of a thousand five holds. Gerald Exposito. Ron says a bank investment here in California is looking to hire people who have experience with crypto to help investors with no knowledge of crypto to build their customer portfolio from scratch. Well, why don't they just listen to my show? Maybe they can do that. Free. Not a, I don't ask for anything. I don't ask you guys for anything. You know what I mean? Although you can make donations to our show at Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And you can make Bitcoin donations too. At Cash Big O Show. Lofi is in. Corrections are institutions uh, are institutions selling. No. Uh, it's like I said, it's the it's the retail people that are making some money now, and you can't blame them. You know? There's still people that bought and don't know anything what they bought. And then they see it go up and they're like I, I had a friend of mine call me and say, Oh, sh- should I sell all my immutable X and my Illuvium? Since you told me it's doubled. And I'm like, yeah, no, actually, you should not. But I can't tell you what to do with your money. You know what I mean? It's hard for you to believe that double is, that Immutable X, I think, is going to go 
five, ten more X easily. And Illuvium, I think, another five or ten X from where it's at. But it's up to you. See, if you don't know what you invested in, this is why you feel like you need to get out because you've made your money right now and you're good. And so that's kind of, this is why I beg you to do your homework. Uh, Eric EJD is in the house. Karun says people run into crypto like Tyreek running through models. Did you see that thing, man? Now, did you watch that story? Can you can you can you can you get the link from my Twitter page and gra- and grab the article because I want you to th- also put up the picture of the girl, okay? Because she's like an influencer and she was invited to Tyreek's house and apparently they were having some kind of a little football game, and apparently this girl kind of uh, tackled Tyreek in a way that Tyreek kind of fell backwards and he was kind of embarrassed in front of everybody. In other words, she, uh, she Jarius need his ass. Was it Jarius need that uh, was doing it to him? Right. Whichever one it was, McDuffie, Sneed, whatever. Remember they were, they were ragdolling him. And so I saw that and then I read the article and then I looked at the picture of the woman. And first of all, Tyreek, why are you inviting her over there? That's my first question. Then my second question is, when you see the curvatures on this woman, she can put anyone on their ass. Okay? Like, you know, like she's not fat, because I'm not saying that, but she is, like, thick curved. Like, I'm talking, like, Earl Campbell is, like, Those are big thighs. Robert Newhouse says those are big thighs. Who's the big who's the big thigh guy now? Who's the Robert Newhouse? Who's the Earl Campbell nowadays? Who's that in football? For you uh, older guys, you know, I'm not. You know, I I gave you two guys: Robert Newhouse, Earl Campbell. You know what you're. If you know football, you know. Is it Derek? No, Derek Henry really is not like Robert Newhouse, bro. Robert Newhouse was, there he is, the legend, Brett. Robert Newhouse had thighs that were just monstrous, bro. But anyway, so uh, just crazy stuff. Um, But yeah, uh, what can I tell you? Uh, Let's see. I would say I see crypto as the bridge adoption to the end game for CB. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it all depends. If Biden wins, the, those idiots want to shove CBDC down your throat. If, the, if Trump wins, the Republicans want to stay away from CBDCs. They actually, Republicans actually get Bitcoin a lot more than Democrats. Okay? Not the two idiots that lead the parties. Biden and Trump don't know anything about it. But a lot of Republicans under Trump actually do know because I, I see them in the Senate, like Loomis and and even even Cancun Cruz actually likes uh, likes Bitcoin. You laughed at that one, huh? That one smiled, huh? Anyway, so but yeah, it all depends on who wins, Lofi. Politics, man, plays into everything. That's why I always tell you guys: if you're going to invest, you've got to also follow politics because it's the only way you're going to know what's the difference. 
Are, did they give you a job here or something? Nice job. Like, there you go. Barbara getting it done. Treat the like button like Cam Newton treats seven-on-seven seven coaches. <laughs> Mark, the foot's good. Still in a boot. But I was able to walk from the car to here because I can walk like on the heel. So the wife didn't have to push me in the little, in the little cart. So it was good. Thank you for asking, Mark. Akaris is in the house. Daniel Fox. I don't know what I was right about. It's not even close. Maybe it's Bitcoin or whatever, but thank you, Daniel. Dan, was the video of Cam Newton getting jumped by four dudes real? Yeah, I, I showed it two days ago on the show. Towards the end of the show, if you want to check it out. ETH gets ETF approval too. Yes, uh, I think my prediction is June, July is when that happens. And then I, I already told you about ETH. A couple months ago, I said, start piling in on the ETH because it's going to start moving, and it's moved over $1,000 since I told you. And it's going to go, and it's going to surpass its all-time high once the ETFs take off. And remember, ETFs in Asia haven't taken off. ETFs in Europe haven't taken off. The Arab countries, the greed there has not started yet. When that starts, they're going to chomp up a bunch of Bitcoin and a bunch of Ethereum, and it's going to shoot even farther up. Greed will be setting in very soon. It's already setting in for really smart people, uh, really rich and powerful people here in this country. It's going to it's gonna spread. Uh, let's see. Dan B says, good afternoon, Big O. I just got here. I hope your recovery news is good. Don't want to rewind because I don't want to miss your expert analogy. Best sports show. Thank you, sir. Pipe Man Slim is in. Josh says, what's up, O? It's all about the heat and Bitcoin. You know it. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff I like about the Dolphins to talk about today. I know it's a long shot, but what do you think of a cornerback Sneed from KC? No, I, I don't think something like that is going yeah, to end up happening. Yeah, yeah, we're trade water. Somebody asked, somebody actually asked Chris Greer today if you're gonna, you know, if you're any thoughts on trading Waddle, and why you would follow up Mike Tannenbaum is baffling to me, dude. But Mike Tannenbaum doesn't know anything. He's terrible at this. And ESPN uses him because they like, you know, it, it pays in this business to say wacky, crazy things that make no sense. Because that's how you get attention. Like all these people, right? They all, they're all hiding in the bushes now. Oh, it's going to be a cap crisis for the Dolphins. Oh, my God, the Dolphins are cash-strapped. And they all ran like, like roaches when you turn on the lights now. Because sensationalism sells. And why would you ask, are you going to trade Waddle? Because sensationalism sells. Because now he has to answer the stupid question. So now you can make a small article on that stupid question and the obvious answer. Uh, are you watching like, Tyreek get constantly in trouble? You could probably tell he's not here for much longer than maybe another two seasons, I would say. And then they're getting out of it. And then what? You're going to trade Waddle? No, that's your future number one. But this is what we, this is our media nowadays. Let's, let's ask something that makes no sense 
that has no shot at happening. That's all. It's the same thing that happens with Tua and the contract extension. Just notice. Just the characteristics are there. The writer or the talking head on radio or TV or YouTube, whatever, any of those that are not believers in Tua, they make this an issue. Anybody that believes in Tua and actually sees what's going on says, of course they're going to re-sign away. It's Quarterbacks don't grow in trees. This guy's been part of the MVP conversation two years in a row. Like, they don't grow on trees, people that are this accurate. And if you follow our show, maybe you might agree, maybe you won't. But Tua's not the problem at all. And I've explained that over and over and over again. It's really all on Mike McDaniel. But sensationalism sells. So since I don't believe in Tua, I'm acting like the writer or the talking head. Since I don't believe in Tua, I have to write an article or describe my shocking, you know, my shocking reaction to Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel saying, uh, yeah, no, I believe in Tua more than ever. What do you expect him to say? Are you expecting somebody to come up to the podium and say, you know, Aaron Rodgers is old, and it's really hard for me to believe that the old fart's going to come back from an Achilles surgery. You, do you think the head coach or the GM for the Jets are going to say that? No. Are they going to say in Jacksonville, well, you know, Lawrence has had some issues at times, and we're not that convinced with him. They're going to say something like that? No. Oh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, yeah, no, I'm – yeah, that, that finish uh, wasn't strong for him. I don't know if he can really do it. Nobody's going to say anything like that. So what are you waiting for? But the sensationalism sells. So my agenda, Mr. I don't like Tua, not me, but the others. Oh, wow, this, this feeds my narrative, and now I can create an article out of it. Well, you know, uh, why would they take the chance on Tua? Why not make him play on the fifth-year option, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff? Not that, hey, look, they want to have as much flexibility. They believe in the quarterback, so you might as well just make it now because if he does ball out, because the hater doesn't expect him to ball out. The hater expects him to take a, a step back or something, right? But if he balls out, it's going to cost you even more the following season. So let's let's now remember what I told you after what happened with the cap I told you they could probably pull and I hate to call it this but I got to call it this a little bit of a dick move and just tag cuz they're not giving Wilkins a long-term contract. That's not happening. Okay? That's not happening and I'll I'll I'll, I'll put money on that. They're not they're not going to give him a lot unless he's going to give some kind of hometown discount and if he wasn't willing to do it last year and he was pissed he wasn't getting his money after the sacks, he's going to want it, and they're going to say, well, you know, sorry, we couldn't come to an agreement, but, hey, we need you for one more year, and then we give our allotted picks next year. Maybe we can replace you, so we'll milk you one more season. That's their right. They can do it. That's what I think is going to happen, but sensationalism sells. You know, what doesn't sell is for me to tell you two years ago, hey, guys, don't make too much of this. Byron Jones will be let go next year, and, and X will be let go two years from now. That's just boring. And then what, what's, the, what's the new one now that we saw with Chris Greer? Well, you know, we leave everything open. Well, they've left the door open for X to come back. Have you not learned yet what goes on here? Chris Greer's not going to crap on the guy 
and say, no, we don't really want him. But if he wants to come back on a low-hanging fruit discount, we'll take it. He's not going to tell you that. He's going to say, hey, we thank X for his run. He's been fantastic. And you never know. The door is always open. Something can happen. Because he's going to take the classy approach to it. But sensationalism, let's try to sell like, oh, there's a chance he can come back. Let's not talk about the reality is, brother, they're done. They're moving on. Unless he wants to come back for $5 million a year or something, uh, they're not going to give him any kind of big money because they know he's no longer the reliable player he used to be. But sensationalism sells. Yes, sir. Chris Greer is a better man than me because if you ask me that question, I'll be oh, like, well, we're, we're talking packages right now. Right. We're gonna, we're, I'm going right back now. We're talking packages and Tua we're getting rid of. We're going for fields. We're gonna. I would just be throwing everything out there just so they could just. Well, you can't do the fields because then no. that's. Then oh, they can't say the name. I'd take. cost you a pay. We're, you're, you're, we're, we're that, talking. That's Stephen Ross that would yeah. do something. We're talking like. to a team in Illinois. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> Ah, you know, we're discussing it over champagne. There you go. There you go. And then that way, champagne, Illinois, yeah. you know, okay. Got to be a soldier. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> got to be a soldier. Uh, not long until Bitcoin breaks 70. Amen. It's probably going to happen next week. Probably. Uh, and, and, and one more thing to warn you guys, because... When I started studying about this was the back end of the last bull run. The weekends become explosive. And I'm talking about in the positive. Uh, so it, once when we're truly completely into the bull run, you're going to see even weekends explosive because it's seven days a week. Uh, Coach Pop is the GOAT and Spolstra would, uh, wouldn't last 10 years in a small market like San Antonio. Bro, he would small. Anybody's going to last with, with Duncan and Ginobili and Parker. What kind of a stupid comment is that, JC? And Te- oh, JC, Texas. No wonder. All right, Homer. Thank you for playing. Appreciate it. What? Show me the skill without Duncan and Parker and Ginobili, Mr. Texas. Okay, get to the finals with just one star. Oh, and by the way, Butler is really like a number two. He's not even a number one. When, when Pops shows me that, then we can talk, my brother. But that's all right. You got the Homer approach to it. It's all good, my man. It's all good. Well, what does Pop do lately? Nothing. Can't even make the playoffs. Wemby. Yeah. yeah, Wemby. Yeah, he got a player. Maybe that'll save his ass. Maybe he can actually look good. Because he certainly can't make nobody's better. Like Spolstra, of course. You know. Uh, Rosendo, good Wednesday, Big O. May your day be as bright as your morning sun and as calm as the gentle breeze, filling your heart with peace and joy. Well, the way Bitcoin is running, oh, baby, it's bringing me all kinds of peace and joy. Uh, Brandon Flood must have seen the picture. He says, sign this chick. Christian, good afternoon. You, did you find find it? All right, let's go. Bring it up. These people need to see this uh, brick house that brought uh, Tyreek Hill to his knees. Because <laughs> this, I'm telling you, she would put she would put me on my ass. That's for sure. 
Okay, that that's nothing. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta scroll down and take off the Canesworth thing. Scroll down. I, oh, you know you gotta click the article. Yeah, click the article now, and then and then let's rock. Now the article's in another page, so you're gonna have to get out of this to come back. But I'm telling you, when you see this woman, it, it's a mismatch. <laughs> okay. It's a mismatch, this woman and Tyreek Hill. And then Tyreek Hill then got pissed and, you know, allegedly tackled her because he was pissed that he was embarrassed and broke her leg. Yeah, yeah, she's on crutches. Yeah, you got to you gotta play it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I don't. Okay, wait, okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Cookie Gilchrist, nice job by you, Mark. Looky, looky, here comes Cookie. I like it. I like it, Mark Smith. You, you, sir, are a historian of football. And there you go. There you go. That, that is what tackled Tyreek. Can you play it? Can't you play it? Or it'll go then to her Instagram. Okay. But if, you know, you kind of see, you, you see what I'm saying? Like this is the now now she's some kind of influencer and what's Tyreek doing inviting her over you know what I'm saying you know what's he what's I'll he tell doing? you now I heard the story this morning driving um, right on on Joe Rose and okay. they were talking about you know Hollywood reason was reading the 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 gist about it right Tyreek's mom and sister were there yes like this he this whole started because. She came with her son to something else Tyreek did. Right. And, and then, then Tyreek invited, invited her back on, on another floor in and, and everything else. And then you go to do drills with in front of your mom and sister. Like, dude, Tyreek, he's he's some kind of He's got he, if this is true, well, the anger issues. Remember when yeah. I told you about the peer? Yeah. And I told you, thank the Lord that they stopped him twice because, you know. He doesn't like being showed up. No, no, and uh, she could show up anybody. <laughs> I mean, that woman is thick, bro. And and, and by the way, she, she looks great. She, she might be good. bigger than Ian uh, Lee, uh, Liam Meikenberg. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, that that would be uh, that would be a big screen television. You'd be snapping the ball behind. Yeah, that is, there's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Now you know what, Jim Brown. No, no, I wouldn't put Jim Brown in the Robert Newhouse. Uh, category or or Cookie Gilchrist category. Those guys had freakish thighs. Earl Campbell, freakish thighs, bro. Nah, Jim Brown, like Derrick Henry, they're big, but they're not the freakish thighs of those guys. She's got Robert Newhouse thighs. Okay. I mean, you know, you youngins out there that never saw Cookie Gilchrist or Robert Newhouse, um, right there. Right there, okay? Those are the thighs. Bitcoin has supply problems, unlike ETH. Yes, exactly. No, but remember, ETH does have its EPPI 1551, which burns uh, ETH every day. Every day that there's tr- every transaction burns a little bit, a bit of ETH. So billions of ETH have been billions of dollars of ETH have already been burned. So um, 
Uh, what's it called? Polygon has the same thing. Rollbit has that, by the way. Um, there's certain coins that have a burning mechanism. SHIB has like kind of a volunteer burn mechanism, which is something very different that people will voluntarily burn SHIB, which is kind of crazy because you're burning your own money, which, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense for me, you know. But anyways, it is what it is. These are things that, again, you kind of got to know about this when you follow this. Yes, sir. Uh, somebody came in, uh, Cosa Nostra, with Saquon Barkley as far as the thighs. Yes, that's a very good one. Um, nice job by you, dude. He might be Mr. Thighs in this league And then league uh, right JC now. Texas Art said Ricky Williams. yeah. Yeah, and then Christian said Mike Allstott. That's a pretty good one. And then somebody said AJ. They were calling AJ Dillon Quadzilla. Yes, so that's very, very good. That was Mark Smith. No, no, AJ Dillon is a thick boy. <laughs> that is a thick fella that is going to run your ass over. That's a good one. The BC kid. It's a good one. Very good one. You guys are strong today. Bringing it. Brooklyn Rob, Stephen Ross has been voted the best owner in the NFL in a player-led survey. Yes, uh, everything graded out. Yeah, and the Vikings. Vikings were number one last year. This year, Miami took the number one spot. Um, and it was, uh, listen, it, it's it's an awesome story that Miami graded well and how they treat their fam, the family, the, the, the players' families, uh, the facilities, the training staff that some of you think is terrible. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's kind of weird because I've been around that franchise and there's a lot of great people in that franchise. I know we've had terrible luck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But they did great well. But in the end, got to win, dude. You know, but you, what, what it says, okay, it says that Steven Ross has created an environment that people want to be a part of. Tom Garfinkel has created an environment people want to be a part of. Greer, McKenzie, and Allen have brought in players overall that are pretty good character people. Minus one guy that wants to attack uh, some thick women. Uh, but, you know, overall, some pretty good people, allegedly. Uh, and and so, you know, you got a, you got a mix here, and you got a, 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 an environment, and then you got Mike McDaniel, who obviously caters to the players. So you've got it all, but now you got to prove you can win. You know, all this stuff is great. It's fantastic that Stephen Ross will provide what you need to win. But now it's up to you to get it done. And that's where I put a lot of the pressure on Mike McDaniel. And let me tell you, he is not going to change his ways. One of the things I noticed about Mike McDaniel in the press conference uh, and and it's not going to change, is who he is. And that challenge this year is going to be very interesting because he has to find a way to create a team that has more discipline. Okay? And if your team doesn't have discipline, then you have the pre-snap penalties, you start making mistakes, you drop passes, you can't get plays in on time, you can't win challenges. You know the kind of crap that's been going on here for two years under Mike McDaniel. So it's interesting that he is going to have to find a way to become much more disciplined without becoming a disciplinarian because he's not, he's not going to come up with a wall now. And all of a sudden he's not going to make you run the stadium 
and he's not all of a sudden going to grow a chin and start going after you like Don Shula and looking at you and screaming, you know, from the top of his lungs. That's not who he is. And it's not successful to try to change. You have to be who you are, but McDaniel does have the challenge of, okay, you want to be the guy that keeps it loose and you want to have some fun and you want to crack jokes and all that stuff. Okay. But if you want people to take that part of you serious, you need to have the results because in the end, people aren't going to buy you anymore. The act gets old. The ums and hums and the the pregnant pauses and every answer in a press conference will become annoying. The jokes will not be funny anymore. That's what happens when you don't win. So if you want to be Dan Campbell and be Mr. Rah-Rah up there, you better produce because you end up like Mike Tice. And if you want to be Mr. Funny Guy, okay, you better win or eventually they'll look at you like Jerry Glanville. And they'll say, yeah, he was a character. He left tickets for Elvis for every game. He always wore black. He played a really loose style of football on offense, was just going for it all the time, and his defense also was always attacking. But he never won, and his act got old. And Jerry's style wore out because in the end, there wasn't that substance. There wasn't NFC or AFC championship games, whatever conference. Did he play? Did he coach in both conferences? Not sure. Yeah, he did. Wasn't he Houston? Wasn't he also in Houston? Because he did Atlanta. And was it Houston? Yeah, check check there for Glanville. But what you know, the big the big moments weren't there on his resume. And so these are things that it gets old. And he's going to have to. You know, I, I've seen all kinds of coaches being 57 years old. I've watched a lot of different coaches and personalities. And in the end, you better you better know how to you better know how to teach them how to win. It was Houston? Yeah, that's what I thought. Portland State. There you go. Nine and twenty-four. But he left tickets for Elvis in every game. Emilio is in. Smart thing is to pay him fifty dollar fifty million now and have to pay him two fifty uh tomorrow. He's destined to only get better and the value kicks in. Tua is a tech, is a, a technician, a second year QB, got the shaft in year one and two. Yes, sir. I agree. He's still coaching. Where? He is at Northwestern Oklahoma State as a defensive coordinator. Oh. And, and he has not stopped coaching. He's had a team every year. Really? Yeah, he says stop. Wow. I mean, you put, Chris, you put 500 bucks on SHIB. Good luck to you, man. Good luck to you. I wish you the best. I probably would have put 500 on Neutron or something else, Polygon, Cardano. But okay, I'm not a I'm not a meme coin guy, and I I don't lead people to meme coins. Uh, built like a linebacker, she's replacing Baker. 
she can knock the crap out of everybody, bro. I mean, that is one thick woman, dude. She's Zach Thomas with a wig. No, man. Zach is puny next to her. Her lower body kills Zach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Icebox. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she is def- she is uh she's the female fridge. There's no doubt about that. Karun, if the Finns signed the model, she would be the perfect rival to Taylor Swift and the and the Chiefs. There you go. She has some anchor on her, yeah. I would say so. Thick with a capital T. <laughs> Uh, Big O, I was talking about your comment in regard to Shula and Spolster being the best. I also grew up in Miami during the Dolphin Glory days. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, Hill needs to be kept in a closet every offseason. He's always involved in altercations. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of another person I used to talk about that is always involved in altercations and is uh, just about getting released now. Yeah. Uh, That's an amazing comparison. Glanville McDaniel, impressive. Well, Lewis, I'm old, bro. You know, uh, it's not good being old because your body falls apart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can't do the things you used to do 20, 30, 40 years ago. You realize that. But when you're old, you get a little perspective, my man. You've seen a thing or two, two or three or four times over. So you have reference points in your life that you can go back and say, Mike McDaniel, Jerry Glanville, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, you've seen it, and that's why. It's what you live. Uh, oh, you see the run micro strategy has been? Of course, they, because they've been DCAing Bitcoin. <laughs> that's why. All they do is keep buying, keep buying, keep buying. They, and they buy at any time. They, they're not worried about the price. And they just dollar cost average. And they're up billions. Yeah, the, the smartest, richest, and most powerful people in the world are gobbling up Bitcoin. And I laugh at any idiot out there that says it's a scam. It's like, bro, do some homework and don't sound stupid anymore. Learn about what's going on in our economy and learn about Bitcoin. And ask yourself, why are the people way more powerful, way more richer than you'll ever be? Why are they scooping it up like it's going out of style? You think Michael Saylor's an idiot? You, you think um, the guy from BlackRock, uh, um, ah, damn it. You, you think that guy's a moron or something? He's managing $9 trillion. He manages $9 trillion, And he's scooping up well over 200,000 Bitcoin in 30 days. Larry Fink. These people are really smart and really rich and really powerful. Way more than you and I ever will be. Ask yourself, why are they doing this? Why do they want Ethereum? Why do they want Bitcoin? Why are they they buying all these other ones? Why are they buying Avalanche? Why are they buying Cardano? Ondo. BlackRock and, and Coinbase and others are part of Ondo Finance. I gave it to you on January 2nd at 22 cents. Where, where's Ondo today? 
the most powerful people in the world are behind Ando Finance. I think it's going to blow up. I think it's going to go to a few dollars when it's all. And I'm not a financial advisor, but I told you guys about Ando Finance on January 2nd, and it was at 22 cents. Right now, let's see, uh, down 8%, it's at 39. So imagine if you came in at 22 or 24 and it's at 39. That's a hell of a start right now. And go and I want you to go study and go see the, the powerful people behind Ando Finance. It's it's people that you look at and you say, Oh my god, there's some going on here. That this this company is going to be something enormous. So these are things that I do. You know? Anyway. Uh, what about Jerome Bettis? Jerome Bettis is a very good one. That, those were those were big ass thighs. That was a good one right there. You guys have come up with some pretty good ones, man. Yep, yep. How long did Tyreek marriage last? Isn't he still married? I think they're still married. Yeah, or... because the lawyer did. He didn't want the lawyer to file. Apparently, right? Isn't that the whole story from before? That's not done by mistake. Okay, I mean, let's not actually. I've never had a heard of a lawyer just going and filing papers. Come on, man. All right, let's go. Let's go. I mean, we were, we were born yesterday or something? You, you fired somebody because they did it by accident? Come on, dude. You made the call, and then you looked like an idiot because you got back with your girl right after that. And so you used somebody else as Chris Carter's fall guy. That's all. Come on, man. I mean, you know. The legend that is Brett. Come over here, man. Give him a mic. How you doing? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. There you go. How you doing, Brett? I am doing outstanding. Outstanding. I was just talking with Marlon's man over there for a while. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I was, uh, came in to get some stuff. So uh, he told me it was just at the guy. I, I, I said he was at the game with uh, Uncle Luke there. I said, I saw Uncle Luke at the game, but I didn't see you oh, okay. on Saturday night. So the Panther I, game. I didn't, I didn't put one and one together. I figured that. He said, I said, no, he's, he's, he's a little busy now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a show. And I, I'm not in the, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm not there to, you know, I, in the middle of the show, I can't be talking to people, you know what I mean? Exactly. Not, you know, so anyway. I like that hat. Thank you, sir. Of course. Of course. Of course, ching ching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, uh, remember I told you about Jasmine? Yes. It was like a, at a, a third of a penny. Mm-hmm. Two pennies. Holy mackerel! Five x. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, not yet, not yet, because I haven't cashed in a damn yeah, so, thing. <laughs> that's the story of my life. You know, so, so <laughs> that's gotta, the story gotta, of my life—the roller coaster. I, I'm expecting it to still continue to grow as this bull run has just—it's starting now. Mm -hmm. So I—we've got several months, and and the and the rate cuts are coming. Yeah, eventually, all the oh, ETFs. No. In, 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 in June and mm -hmm. July, the the Feds will cut rates. Yeah, they're gonna have to cut. And, but it's of like, course, the election's coming. And then they'll flood the, the economy with money, and that money will go into, into assets. It's got the plan. Yeah, All right. Exactly. I like it. So, uh, so those of you out there, whether it's your Amazon stock or Bitcoin or Ethereum or Microsoft, I expect assets to grow. Although the one I don't expect to grow is gold. I expect gold to go the other way as Could people be. get out of gold and go into Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Well, that happened and, to platinum. Platinum went the other way. And, and I think that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. 
which no I way. think then will give people an awesome opportunity mm-hmm. to get back into gold after when it drops. Mm-hmm. Because then, then you can buy it at a low, and it's always still good to have some if mm-hmm. you want to kind of you know have a variety in your portfolio. Exactly. As but right now, I would not buy gold. Uh, as Warren Buffett be, said, really buy, hasn't moved much in. 10, hasn't done much. Years. Correct. Yeah, and we've had. Uh, yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and please. So you know, it's uh, it's kind of a little overrated. Plus, what are you going to do? Carry your gold around <laughs> in your on. teeth? Oh well, yes, exactly. What are we going to do? Come on, man. You know that's just that's just crazy. Uh, whoa, Jasmine is shooting up and up to the stars. Thank you, Big O. Says Miguel and Miguel there. Oh, so right. uh, congrats, Miguel. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people enjoying the crypto bag. All right. All right. So by the way, your your messy intercorner has grown and grown and grown and grown. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, definitely the inner Miami. Uh, the bigger store gives us an opportunity to uh, to show off messy a lot more in the rest of inner Miami. I don't know what that dolphin shirt's doing there, but uh, the uh, but no. So I'm glad. Yeah, we've got the uh, yeah we've got a lot for inner Miami. It's exciting. It's uh, you know first year we're starting off. Uh, you know with him, it's with it's him, awesome it's, right now. The people awesome are showing right up the and they're coming out. And and they're coming last out year was great. Once we signed him, uh, which you predicted, Orlando. Him. Yes, yes, I, I did. You got the uh, mic on, or is it that? Okay. All uh, right. Yes, I, people didn't believe me that Messi mm-hmm. was coming, and you know it's just I, I know the maniac that those two brothers are. Mm-hmm. Those people are. I kept telling people they're going to win one way or another. Mm-hmm. They might. You know, make a bunch of mistakes here or there, like the rest of us would when we get it. How how was uh, Canes wear that first year? Did you make some mistakes? Of course, we make some mistakes every day. Uh, right? Yeah, but, but I mean, <laughs> you're right. On. Yes, yes. Early on, right? Of course, of course. You, you, you got you got to crawl before you walk. But you're not going to stop the Moss brothers. No, they're awesome. They're they're fanatical. Yes, they are. And they're from South Florida. Yes, and so they will refuse to look bad. Mm-hmm. It's they take pride in that. Awesome guys too. They've helped us out in a bunch of things, customers, yeah, Mas- everything Brothers, like that. Yeah, Moss Brothers. Awesome, are good people, awesome. Man. They're good people, man. They're very good. People. We needed some people. Yeah. So you know, from the inner Miami, they're just great. I think it ends up becoming a blessing that they bought the soccer team instead of the baseball team. Well, it's, it's a, we we can't look back, but you're it'd probably be the case. No, because the future is more soccer than baseball mm-hmm. for kids. Mm-hmm. You see, no, a lot of excitement. The is... younger generation like soccer mm-hmm. more than baseball it's our generation mm-hmm. we're the baseball people correct yeah it's, it's, and, I, and sadly we're the ones dying so yeah exactly the old memories that we have of those games in the 70s the 80s you know and yeah. uh awesome yeah and the, 90s and the home runs uh home run chases and exactly all there were there were some awesome memories yeah, for man. sure for sure but, but right now yeah Messi is hot i have anything to do with inner miami is exciting is again what saturday night at home against orlando yes. so uh yeah come on out we've got all the show we just got a gigantic uh, uh, order for our kids in so we've got all the kids stuff we got the jerseys in black we have the jerseys in uh in the home pink uh it's the new pink uh, we even some close out on some of the old pink so if people want they can get them half price so they may like that lighter pink and a lot of other items it's i awesome. actually like the lighter pink myself yeah, I was surprised they went a little bit darker, but it is what they're wearing and everything like that. But if people want the dark pink, you can get it at almost half price. It's a great one. I almost feel like they wanted to add a little testosterone to the pink. Very possible, So yes. that's why they kind of went a little darker mm-hmm. there, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Kind of worried about that, you know, because... Definitely the, a little the, bit more of a, yeah, the salmon look, yeah. that's for sure. But but that's exciting right now. A lot of, it's just, you know, South Florida, you know, when we were growing up, you would have never thought there was actually things going on besides Kane baseball right now, right. Uh, which is just starting. Remember? Even Kane's basketball wasn't then. But uh, now we have, obviously, Inter-Miami going on. We got the Panthers, the best team in hockey right now. 
and uh, the Heat, who are starting to play really well again. Shit, I'm old enough to remember being excited about going to the Knight Center to go see Kevin Presto and the boys. Yes, exactly, the Knight uh, Center, yeah. I actually loved watching Dennis Burns. Mm-hmm. You remember Dennis yes, Burns? Yes, I do remember that. He could jump mm-hmm. through the freaking mm-hmm. roof. Like, Eric Brown was the solid, smart basketball mm-hmm. player. That part, But Dennis Burns was, like, the electrifying dude that if he... If he got out in the open court, you knew it was going to be a nasty mm-hmm. dunk because he could he could slam. But I remember those days going to the Knight Center. Yes, the Knight Center was. When, uh, when we had just gotten basketball back, mm-hmm. you know, so it was uh, it was actually a trip. So again, anything and everything practically with the Canes logo on it too. Correct. We got the loaded with Canes items. Ton of new stuff for the Canes. Uh, we've got jackets for the winter. The awesome starter jackets that are exclusively oh, yeah. here. Yes. We've got so Canes. We've still got a lot of football jerseys. Got a lot of number one jerseys. I don't know for sure what number Cam's going to be, but I think he's going to be number one. But yeah. I could be wrong on that. That's just my guess. And not going to turn them away from that. We got lots of women's stuff, men's stuff uh, for the Canes. Lots of Dolphins. A lot of a Dolphin excitement right now. The combine I think was just. Uh, it's going, uh, on now. it's going on now. I was just at the Dolphin Challenge Cancer, saw a lot of players over there. That was awesome. The fans were just pumped, Canes fans and Dolphin fans for this season. So hopefully, I uh, you know that energy will translate from that we've been having such great success in the uh, in the winter sports to the uh, the football. Yeah, like four weeks ago, I, the the com- my combine fate was decided. Oh, that's and, uh, right. You're a combine junkie. Have you yeah. ever, is this your first one missing? No, I've missed a. Uh, three in the last four years because of the pandemic okay Mm -hmm. Uh, and so i went last year and then missed the two before that and i'm missing this year but once my foot got messed up and then and then my uh amazing wife got some quick surgeries for me Mm. i was done i uh, said i there's no way you can go to the combine in this no in this kind of shape amazing you can still do the, the the podcasts Oh, you know, we're, 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 I'm an Iron Man. You are an Iron Man, you know? So it's, exactly. So, uh, so right now is exciting times. Glad to have you back in the store. So at Canesville, we've got everything. We've got Dolphins. We've got Hurricanes, who's at the offseason. And now in-season, Inter-Miami, Messi, Saturday. And Panthers. Night. Tons of Panthers. Got all the Panther jerseys. All the Panther sales are, are going like crazy. Gangbusters like they were last year. They're following up that run from last year, and they look like they're right now as good as a team as any. So Kachuk is the jersey. Yes, Kachuk's the jersey. But, but wait a minute, ha, has you know, because there's somebody that has kind of like stepped up pretty big this year. Reinhardt, right? And yes, he is. Have uh, you gotten any Reinhardt? We don't. Have, we have the blanks, so a lot of people want the blanks. So we get a lot of blanks, and then we can get we're working on getting on the numbers. But Reinhardt is playing great. He's in a contract year, so we'll see yeah, what happens. I, once he gets that contract, then next year people yes. will start buying the Reinhardt jersey. Yeah. So we got uh, Reinhardt and Verhage's playing awesome most of the well, game the other night. Like, he's been awesome. He's I mean, money. he is total money. I God, mean, he is money, man. Uh, Forslund is awesome with his number forty-two. Yeah, Forsling uh, uh, may be the most underrated. Oh, totally. He, I, yeah, he's he can do everything. He can do it. He can stop a three-on-one on his own. Like he yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Montour had a great day. Great yeah. Day so this game is the deepest they've ever been. Oh no, we, we are legit Stanley Cup contenders now because we can play both ways. Mm-hmm, exactly. Offense and defense. Mm-hmm. We were a bunch of softies a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and then we started getting tougher and tougher. And and, and that's Paul Maurice, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's Paul Maurice. And then, obviously, uh, the GMO. What's Zito. Zito, yes. Jesus. Exactly. Jesus. Good call. That guy can find. Oh, he is, you know. Talent, man. He And he finds guys that are a little bit under the radar. Mm-hmm. How about the goalie this year? Stolarz. Oh, playing unbelievable. He's the, you know, he's the best road goaltender in the in the NHL. Is he? He's huge. How tall is he? 
Oh yeah, I he's know. like he's like the Tampa six, goalie six, almost. Six or something. He's like, like this, I right? mean, he's the the net is just it's miniaturized yeah. when he's in front of it. But he's good. He's yes, agile. he's quick he and everything. Move, man. No, this team like when this when is the best they've had some pretty good backups. Yes, this is the best backup they've ever. Well, had. they had Lyon last year, who was the reason we got to the playoffs. So right. he's doing well for right now. But you're right. But this guy, I think, is special. He could be the heir apparent. Yeah, this guy to me is the best they've they've yes. found over the year. And they, we've always we're kind of lucky. Drieger, we've mm-hmm. we've had some guys that have kind of bailed us out exactly. all the damn time mm-hmm. because Bob hasn't been the signing that we thought he was going to be. Although he is playing very well, this he's, year. he's playing. Yeah, he's he's got his moments, but he is starting to be much more consistent. He had that one real year that wasn't so good last year. It wasn't going well until lot. Then he did well right. in the playoffs, but right. but this year I, I give him credit. He's playing, he's doing yeah. He's yes. This might be his best year overall since he's been with us. Definitely, think, definitely like, could like be from beginning to end. This is the saying. year that everything seems to be going right. Oh man! Because last year at this time we weren't even in the playoffs. No, no, no. We weren't. We're ready now. Yes. Now now we can punch you in the mouth and score. Yeah, we on went you. from the President's Cup, the club that fan, that uh, the President's Cup, that fancy team that couldn't score right. in the and it mattered in the playoffs, right. and that, to last year's team, which probably overachieved a little bit, right. and to this year that it's all gel. And we and we were injury riddled by the oh, end. Oh yeah, by the end. Yeah, if we were healthy, we may have beaten them. Yeah, if we were healthy, or at least I mean, give them a yes. A, a, once a Kachuk and, Ma- and Montour were hurt, we really had no chance. Kachuk scored with a broken clavicle. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I can't get out of bed with a broken clavicle. Can't get out of bed with, with a bruised clavicle. <laughs> I mean, this guy got in, got got dressed, got on the ice, and scored. Yes, these guys are real men. No, yeah, no. these guys. Ho- My dad always said hockey players are the toughest. Oh yeah, yeah. hockey that's players not, are the toughest. That's not even. He told me the stories when he played in just the street and how, or how his 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 guys when he grew up being a Ranger fan how they'd wear no masks. Right. You know, it's like. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, remember we had, was it Turcotte? Tor, Tor, he was like the last guy. No, no, it wasn't. That was not a helmet. It was, he was the yeah. last guy that could, because he was grandfathered in. Yeah, with the helmet situation. I forgot, yeah. who, I forgot the guy's I name. I know now. who you're saying, too. It's uh, But that was but these, but before, the goalies. Somebody remembers. The goalies didn't even like, wear masks it, at the time. But it was but like four the helmets, five, yeah. six years. It like, wasn't that long, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, his the back end of his career, yeah. it was like four, five, six years yeah. that he Played without without everybody else had to have the mask. Yeah, and he played without it. I forgot his damn name, but but that was that was actually a trip when he would still do that. Yeah, no, you grandfathered in, right? It's right. like, and you see this guy. Why is he like that? So yeah. it's like, uh, which was crazy that they even grandfathered for, but they signed a waiver. Yeah, exactly. That's what you know. In the old days, they didn't have those nets, so they didn't really care too yeah. much for anybody. Uh, folks, remember you can use our code Big O ten, and you will get ten percent off online. All right, at, at canesware.com or if you come in person and online, if you order over $99, you will get free shipping too. So go to canesware.com. So what what else, uh, what uh, sales do you have going on? Uh, so right now we've got our uh, February deals. We have like over 200 items, which are uh, over 50% off, which are great. We got a lot of things like that. We have a big sidewalk sale all the time at the store. You always. can see hundreds of items out there. Lots of new items. We're always coming up with different specials all the time. So just check if you're not a Canesware Rewards member, make sure you go to our Go online and join the Rewards Club so you can see different specials. We give out free gift cards and other things as well. We also just bulked up our international. We do ship international a lot, but we're really going deep on international shipping now. We're, we're collecting the duties and everything up front, and it's going to be a lot smoother transaction. So we just shipped out two starter jackets to a gentleman in uh, in uh, Austria. He just he just messaged me today. I got him in four days. He was so excited. 
Wow. So, so yeah, so it's – uh, So the, I know we have a lot of people that watch overseas in different parts of the world. So there you guys go. You can uh, go to canesware.com and order anything pretty much uh, from a South Florida team. Absolutely. What, if it's, what, what do you got? Who? Oh, Brett. Oh, yeah, NorCal. Says, awesome, uh, Brett, NorCal. Look forward to seeing you at Fan Club Weekend 2024, says NorCal. Look forward to it. He of the orange hair. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Did he come down to the DCC? Yes. I, didn't, yeah, I did. didn't see him there. Okay. Yeah, they raised a bunch of money. Yeah, so that was a great event. So yeah, uh, that was does. awesome. Absolutely. I, I got to do it next year. Yes, next definitely. Year we're going to do a big old show one and, mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully get as many people as we can to do it and have some fun. So. Well, that'll be awesome. That'll be exciting. So we have a Team Canes. We're a big Osha. We'll all get out there and have one big party. Let's do it. Absolutely. We're, we're biking. For it. Biking, right? Oh, there you go. Biking all the way. I, I walked it, though. You're going to bike you it? it? Okay. I did okay. walk it this year. I would like to bike it. I'd love to do the Coral Gables, too. Well, the University of Miami, too. The stadium would be awesome. What is it, 19? The, the, the There's 13. the 13. That's the small one. That just goes around the stadium. There's the 54. I, thir 13, 54, and 90. I think there's three different. I don't know if I want to do I don't know if I want to do is a little long. No, 99, forget about it. <laughs> It's like age ninety nine. I'll end up like remember those cartoons when when the guy when the when the cowboy would get off the horse and then he'd be walking yeah. with his legs like well, that would be me exactly if I did ninety nine. Okay. What what? Uh, he says I did the thirteen mile ride, then did the five k walk, and then wow, he did them both. And that maniac probably Show did. Off. Then, then he did 200 burpees after that. <laughs> okay, that's what that maniac did. Because I know NorCal. He's like, he's like doing burpees the entire time we're on the show or something for like three straight hours. I love in the 5K that you get to walk up the ramp. Now that is so when you're a little tired. I think just a, a nice walk up a ramp 5K would be great. Oh yeah, there you that'd go. be awesome. Yes. That, that would then you're really working out. Yes, exactly. You're working the hell out of those. But that was a great event. Calves so. and your calves. Yes, you know, by the end of the get day. to be our age. You got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Use uh, what is it? Do use it or lose it? That's yes, it, right. There exactly. you go. So that's what they say. Only 60? Okay. Only, yeah, there you go. Only 60. Only 60. It's crazy. <laughs> right, as always, thank you, my brother. My Appreciate pleasure. You. Thank we'll be, you. We'll be back here next month. We'll, All right, we'll, great. We'll have another date and, uh, and uh, come back next month and uh, get it done. By then, Bitcoin should be around 75. 75. All right. Somewhere there. All so, right, we will see. I, I know one other one other thing, real quick. We're gonna oh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna announce soon. We're gonna be doing a uh, a big party in Gainesville for. Uh, uh, there's gonna be okay. news will come out soon about it that it's gonna be a uh, first Canesware night. It's gonna be huge. Okay, okay so we'll in be, Gainesville, in Gainesville for the game when we play the first game. Wow. All right, so we'll be sending all that information soon. You're gonna right. be like at a bar or something exactly. to get together. Exactly. It's gonna be an exciting time. Okay. All, all right. right. Maybe, so maybe Sean and I can go up there and broadcast from. Maybe. There. Oh, broadcast right. There you go. Event. All right. That might be fun. All right. I get up there to the game. I haven't been to Gainesville in a while. I just drive by there every time I've going to the Senior Bowl or something. Oh, yeah, okay. Go right by, by it. Exactly, yeah. Something. Plus, you know, a Whataburger is always yes, absolutely. once in a while. So Gainesville Can't have in and out over here, so I'll take the Whataburger. Exactly. Well, <laughs> there you go. Brett, much love, brother. Always thank a you. pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. There you go, Brett. And remember, Caneswear.com. Use our code, BIGO10. You will get 10% off, or if you come in person, at 2655 South University Drive in Davie. How long have I been going? For how long already? Uh, one hour and five minutes. One hour and... We're good, thank you. One hour and 15 minutes? 15, yeah. Did you hear the story that Goldie told on Joe Rose this morning? 
No, I didn't. I didn't. I was sleeping during Joe Ross. Well, I didn't go. I I'm not in the car in the morning, so I'm not going to. That's look. right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, I can't even drive now. But uh, when Kachuk last season, when the season was going very bad, he got on the bus when they were like they needed. You know, they had to go. Like he asked Goldie, he's like, "I know you know the record. What do we have to go to finish out the season to make the playoffs?" And Goldie was like, "I'm thinking we're around 13 and three. And he goes, "No problem. We got it." Wow. Kachuk is a badass, dude. And then he went out and did it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, how do you not love Kachuk? He is just exactly what we needed. We needed a badass at the top of the roster, a real dude that brings it every night and and just inspires others in, in the way he practices, plays, handles the locker room, and that's that's who Kachuk is. Uh, I love Barkov, and I don't, ha- I don't have a problem with Huberto, but neither one of those guys is a lead guy. Because they're too gooberish, you know? And they're not those kind of guys that are going to get psyched up and rattle somebody's cage and get all pumped up and, and, and you know, get nasty out there at times if you have to and all that, you know? Lewis says, getting old at 45, my exercise in and out of chairs for my knees to keep uh, hoping, and I put chia seeds in everything to keep weight down. I feel silly, big O. Brother, hey, you do what you got to do, man. Oh, your prediction on Henry. Oh, I'm, it's not my prediction, but as I've said, if I'm the Miami Dolphins, I would sign Derrick Henry and Patrick Queen. I think those are two in- incredibly important pieces that you need to bring the kind of balance you need for your offense and for your defense. Okay. And so that's where I'm at with that. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening, but uh, it's Henry and Queen are the two guys that I think would be absolute perfect fits for what they need to do and what they need to take their defense to the next level and take their offense to the next level. And I think if you have Henry, I mean, if you have Queen and Van Ginkle there, and then maybe you can come up with some young guy and – Sealer and others to kind of hold off until you can get Jalen Phillips back and Chubb. Uh, I think you'll be all right. Queen also brings, he averages about five sacks a game, I mean a season. So who knows, maybe Weaver can unleash him a little bit more. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. But, huh? A Weaver, yes. Weaver will know how to use him, exactly, because it's his player anyway. So, um, yeah. It'll be, to me, that's... It's Henry and Queen are the two guys that I would like for the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Uh, let's see. God bless his soul. I hope Hill gets through this for the good. Uh, Tyreek. Man, Tyreek's got a... Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Jasmine hits a dollar and I will quit my job. So will I. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't have one. Uh, I haven't had one in 30 years. Now, the good thing is my wife can quit and I can coast and do this job. You know, it's not really a job. I don't really look at this as a job. Uh, let's see. Joey says, just join. Why did the Dolphins score big? Well, you missed on some of the conversation we've already had. So you'll have to rewind and check it out. And talk some of the Dolphins talk that we talked about there on the program. Um, yes, sir. 
She won what? She won an APSE? APSE award. And for what? Write, for writing. Oh, okay. Good for for Miami coverage. Good for her. Nice. Yeah, out. Good for her. All right. I like it. Uh, by the way, where is Bitcoin before I get into a little more dolphin conversation and other things? 61,000 right now, Bitcoin. It's going to get right back to where it was for just a minute because it was really, it went over 58 and 59,000 overnight because I got up in the middle of the night, got, you know, yeah, you're old, prostate, got to uh, go to the bathroom. So uh, I go to the bathroom and I check the phone and I'm like, whoa, 58? Whoa, 59? Like, okay, that kind of woke me up a little bit. I had a hard time sleeping again. And then it went to 61, 62, and 63. High 63, almost 64. And now it's back to 61. So we'll be at, at the all-time high by next week. Guaranteed. We'll be at an all-time high next week. No doubt about it. Anyway, uh, we talked a little bit about, we talked about the Tua deal, right? And, and the sensationalism. We talked about the NFLPA and the report card and really what it comes down to. Um, we, oh, um, let's, let's get into a couple of subjects that they touched on. One was keeping Crossman. And that one was kind of interesting to ask McDaniel about keeping Danny Crossman. And clearly he felt that Danny Crossman's the guy. He feels players respond to him. I don't see it. But then again, I am not behind the scenes. I don't know what was planned, what was coached, what was told to specific players. Was it that the player screwed up or was it that the coach did not put him in a proper position? I'm not sure. Is it that Mike McDaniel wasn't confident in any special teams coach that was available out there? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, that's that. It's something that I can't answer. And really the only way... We're going to get an answer to why Danny Crossman is still a Miami Dolphins special teams coach is next year. And we're going to just have to see if they made the right decision or the wrong decision. Because Mike McDaniel can make whatever case he wants. The results is what speaks for themselves. And the results haven't been good enough. The results have been poor. They have been unacceptable. Okay, and I'm not talking about the was it against Tennessee when the two special teams guys collided, I think good and somebody else, somebody got injured and that was the, the lane for them to run it back for a touchdown. Was it the Tennessee game? I, I don't blame that on Danny Crossman because that was a mistake by two guys that ran into each other accidentally. And hell, man, poor, one of the guys unfortunately really got injured. And I think it was Goods I think it was the end of Cameron Good's season or something like that, right? Yeah. And, and so I'm not going to blame him for everything, okay? But I have to say that special teams has not been anything that really bails you out a lot of times. And that's Danny Crossman's fault. So he can make a case all he wants. That was, you know, unlike the stupid Jalen Waddle question, which we talked about earlier, this, this was a question you had to ask. But when you ask it and you look around, you got to scratch your head and say, none of that makes sense, coach. And that's what I would have to say to, you know, Mr. McDaniel. You can tell me whatever you want, but from what I've seen, Danny Crossman has no business being employed by the Miami Dolphins. 
So we'll see if the 2024 season justifies it. Because for now, he has failed to justify his position on this team. He has justif- he has failed to justify being a special teams coach in the NFL period, not just for the Dolphins. We talked about Tyreek Hill facing another lawsuit. Uh, Teron Armstead, they are waiting. You can wait on Teron Armstead. I think he's coming back, by the way. Taking this much time, there's videos of him now training out there. Um, you're coming back, dude. There's 14 million reasons on the table. What you're gonna you're gonna just kiss away 14 million dollars? None of us are that stupid. Okay, we all know all you have to do is play a couple of games, break down, done for the season, you get your money. So really. One way or another, you're going to get that $14 million. by playing or lack of playing. But you'll get the $14 million. People just don't walk away from $14 million. So I expect Teron Armstead to come back. But really, the more important question I would have for Mike McDaniel, for Chris Greer, Marvin Allen, Reggie McKenzie, is Kendall Lamb coming back? Because you can't have one without the other. That's really the important part. Okay? Bob needs Stellars. Well, this man, Teron Armstead, definitely Miami needs Kendall Lamb. And Kendall played at at a very high level. He didn't play at Teron Armstead level. But he played at a level that he is more than worthy of starting at left tackle and doing a much better than serviceable job, a good job for the Miami Dolphins. Kendall Lamb was one of the real bright spots last year and and bless that man because he's been bouncing around this league for like eight years and hasn't found a home. It takes incredible determination for an athlete to fight through that kind of adversity when you're constantly told you're not good enough, you can't start. And then you finally get that opportunity, and maybe you land in the right system with the right coaches that understand your ability, and you're able to thrive. You know, we got we, we as employees or athletes or anything, we got to have the right environment. If you're not, you know, if you're in a law firm that they don't know what the hell they're doing, there's a good chance that you as a lawyer, you're not really going to have the success you could have. You know what I'm saying? You could be a student in a classroom, right? And you want to learn, but you got a teacher that's just opening the newspaper and telling you to just, here, ditto, write this, do this, and not really teaching you. You know what I'm saying? So you as a student, you're not going to grow. We all need in in order for us to grow in any way, shape, or form, we need the proper environment. And Kendall Lamb may have found the proper environment here. That's something that he's going to have to decide for himself. Because he's bounced around for many years, and he hasn't had success, and people haven't had patience for him. Now they found the place where he had success, they have patience for him, and they taught him. So it's a two-way street. One, Miami needs him, and two... Kendall Lamb may need Miami more than anything else. So hopefully you can talk about Teron Armstead all you want, but you and I know Teron Armstead is incapable of playing 17 games. 
And by the way, if you're going to the playoffs in 18, 19, and 20, and 21, right? So since you're incapable of playing those games, you need Kendall Lamb badly. So that really is the follow-up question that you need to have. I know Teron Armstead eventually is going to come back. There's 14 million reasons why. Are you going to bring back Kendall Lamb? That's the guy. At the end of the hockey season, I'm going to say, hey, uh, Stellars, are, are you guys like going to lock him up? <laughs> Same kind of question. Let's get to our three graphics sports calendar and the great Alan Blanco custom printing and embroidery. Last night, baby, Heat defeat the Blazers 106 to 96. Butler led the way with 22 points. Nine assists, four steals, four rebounds, two blocks. Uh, they've got uh, Denver on Thursday. That's the uh, tough nugget on this Western swing. That'll be a tip at 10 o'clock. Panthers last night over the Sabres, 3-2. to two. By the way, they have the number one spot in the conference, tied with the Bruins at 82 points. The Rangers are in third place. Thursday, they take on Montreal at 7 o'clock. Bob had 20, 28 saves yesterday. Montour with a goal and two assists. Kachuk had a goal and an assist. Uh, what else? And tonight, 7 o'clock in Tampa, Nova Southeastern University. They've won 10 in a row. They're 7-2 and two on the road, 22-2 and two overall, 16-2 and two in the conference, and they visit the University of Tampa. Tip will be at 7 o'clock. Good luck to Coach Crutchfield and the folks at Nova Southeastern University. So there you go. 3A graphics. If your company needs custom printing and embroidery, shirts, hats, magnets, you name it, T-shirts, polo shirts, uniforms, call Alan Blanco in Hialeah, 786-618-1443 for custom printing and embroidery done the right way. 3A graphics. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. What else do we have going on? Where is Jasmine? Over two cents. I like it. It's up 30, almost 38%. Not bad. And by the way, now if you go on YouTube, every YouTuber is doing a Jasmine show. You've seen that already? You've noticed it too? It's like... Where were you people like a year and a half ago when I was talking about? Just crypto in general, too. It's like yeah, everybody no, yeah. now can everybody thinking that they're yeah, like... but the but most of those slap dicks had no idea what Jasmine. Oh was. no, 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 yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, so like everybody knows injective protocol. When I told you about injective protocol in August of 2022, when it was over a dollar, nobody knew about injective protocol. Now it's 35 bucks, and it's you know, you know, it's a big ass company now, and. Everybody knows about it. But I'm seeing these people with Jasmine, 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 just like Star Atlas. People haven't, you know, they're not really talking about it. And Star Atlas pumped a little bit today, by the way. It did. Let me see where, where it's at still today. Uh, Star Atlas is pumping almost 18%, 17.8. It's up to 65,000th of a penny. But don't worry. Once it crosses a penny or two and it explodes, everybody will be doing a Star Atlas show, too. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you 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 want to get in, you know, ahead, not when everybody already got in. You know, it's kind of the idea. It's uh, hilarious. 
Uh, oh, did you see the fight the other night? The refs let them fight for one minute straight. Uh, Rangers. Yes, 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 yes. I did. I did. That was, uh, it's hockey, man. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Rosendo says, when Tehran was playing healthy, that line was playing like a symphony. Yeah, well, Tehran is special, man. He's special. He can play. Uh, it's just his health. His body doesn't hold up. Mike says, you're absolutely right. Kendall Lamb was a man. He really did not make us worry about Armstead being out. He saved our asses. Remember what happened the year before? Every time he was out, it was, oh, my God. And, by the way, Mike, another another good point, because I a, I, I'm a big Keon Smith guy. I talked about him in training camp. The rookie Keon Smith looked pretty damn good, too. Just 70 snaps, though. Not ready to be a number two tackle, but a decent number three. Maybe he's ready to be a number two this year. We'll see. But I agree with you. I saw it in training camp, and I wasn't surprised that they kept him. Uh, I was really worried when uh, Connor was out at center. We weren't the same. Yeah, Eichenberg was injured, and that really hurt. But I think Eichenberg will be fine. I'd bring back Eichenberg in a heartbeat. I think Eichenberg will be uh, absolutely solid. By the way, I talk about this all the time. We make you money, right? We make you money in crypto, even though we're not financial advisors. We make you money in betting, right? We turned you on. We told you, you got to go live line. What was the opening line for the heat last night in Portland? Do you know? Right. Six and a half, seven, seven and a half, even Miami favored. So I said, I'm not giving up the points. I'm going to wait. They played last night. Maybe they come a little dead legged. Maybe they start a little slow. Sure enough, it comes. It goes from Miami Heat favored by six and a half, seven. I even saw seven and a half. It goes to Heat plus one and a half. So I make my bet. It goes to Heat plus two and a half. So I make my bet. They take a double-digit lead. It goes to Heat plus seven and a half. My lord. I 10 times my bet. Conviction. Conviction. I didn't care that Miami was down double digits. Portland sucks. We just got back Jimmy and Yobich. Let's go. We're going to rock here, dude. They'll turn it around. They'll figure it out. And you want to give me... It's the same thing as Kansas City the last two games. We had all this love for the Ravens, and I'm sitting there going... Are, are you kidding me? They don't win in the playoffs. They beat a rookie quarterback and a team that was happy to be there. They're not going to beat Mahomes. So you're giving me four and a half, I think it was, five and a half. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Give me points. And that was easy money. And then the Super Bowl rolled around. And again, you want to make them the dog? Let's go, baby. Let's go. And the live line is the greatest thing out there on the Hard Rock app. You wait for your number. Okay? You you want a deal. You want value for your money. That's why those of us that got into Jasmine at a third of a penny, now it's two pennies. We've 5X'd everything. Now, if you get in Jasmine at two pennies now, okay, you're not going to enjoy our gains, but 
Okay, you'll do well if it goes up to three and four cents. You understand? But it's a different ballgame. You want to get in a little early. You want to get value. Just like I've been telling you about Star Atlas all the way when it was down to 17,000th of a penny. Now it's at 67,000th of a penny. Those of us that got it, I got it, by the way, as low as 13,000th of a penny. And it's at 67 now. That means all that stuff that I invested at 13 and four times, three and four times it. So you want to get in early on all this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's how you want to play this game. And when it comes to live, that's how you get your value. Okay? If you're, the team you like is giving way too many points, hold off. Wait till the game starts. Maybe the team that's giving so many points has a slow start, and all of a sudden the line recalibrates, and it becomes a, maybe your team, instead of giving six or five, now they're giving two or one, and you like that, and you're good enough with that, and you take it. I mean, you don't have to wait till you get points. I got lucky yesterday. All of a sudden the algorithm made it, okay, you're going to give the heat points? Let's go. And I just kept doubling the bet. When it got to seven and a half, forget about it. I went bonkers on it. Because I felt like I, I could not lose that bet. At that moment, I was down by like three points because they were down by like 10. So if you're giving me seven and a half, I'm down by three. I mean, I'm a Duncan Robinson shot away from tying? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. You mean Duncan Robinson, who was four of six last night? Let's go. have these moments where I just keep talking and I forget to drink any water. And then I'm going, man, my mouth is dry. Uh, Dolphins scored great across the board in NFL PA survey. And of course, Twitter X is full of negativity about not winning a playoff game. It's just stupid shit. That's how it is, Elf. You know, you know how it is, bro. You deal with the idiots all the time. I see it on Twitter. So, what are you going to do? You know. Um, you, uh, you, you can't change stupid. That's all I, that's all I, you know it. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. I, I think we've got to be really appreciative of where we're at, and we just got to hope for a little luck, and hopefully the front office and, and the coaching staff can do their stuff. And I think we could be headed for another great season and maybe get the kind of finish that we want nowadays, you know. That's all, but whatever, man. I'm... I'm good. I uh, I hated the ending, like everybody else. I hated that they didn't show up in some of the big games, like everybody else. But then again, it's been going on for 40 years <laughs> with all different faces and coaches and all that. So it's something that we've got to shake, and eventually they will. But I'm uh, I'm happy where the Dolphins are at right now, and they've got some good flexibility. And that report there, like I talked about earlier, Alf, on the show – um, that helps. That doesn't that doesn't hurt. That helps. Now you've got to just find the right finishing touches to putting the winning product together. But at least you've created an environment that people want to be a part of. You know? And I think that's it. The Panthers have done that also. I think I really believe that. I believe the uh, Dolph uh, the uh, Heat has that kind of environment also. Although the Heat's environment is a little different. Right? Here's what I'm going to say. Okay? And and this is no shot at the Panthers. This is no shot at the Heat. I mean, at the Dolphins or any other franchise that has a good culture. Okay? 
but the heat culture is a little different. It's, yeah, you want to be a part of it because you're going to have success and they do things the right way and they're first class and all that, but there's one caveat to it. Get ready to work. If you don't, if, if, if you don't have a work ethic in you that, I mean, that is truly dedicated, you cannot, you cannot be a part of the HEAT organization. I'm, and I'm telling by the way, that's for the organization, not just the players, not just the coaches, not just the front office. This goes for the employees. This goes for broadcast. This goes for everything, okay? That, that's a family. That, that, that entire organization has a bond like I've never seen any franchise in our town ever have. So when you step into that place, you better be ready to embrace it completely, okay? And if you're not ready to embrace it completely, then you can't be a part of it. That I can tell you. There's something different about that organization. And I think we've all seen it already. And let me tell you, it's not just the players. It's top to bottom. Everything, they will provide excellence for you to succeed, but they also will demand it from you because they provided it. They gave you everything you needed to succeed. Whether you're a salesman, you always have a product to sell, right? Right? You're a broadcaster. You've got a product to talk about. Your team isn't in the lottery every year. You get to call a playoff team every year. You are the envy of more than, what, 20 of the teams in the NBA, I'll say? Because maybe the bottom end rotate a little bit, right? You know, so they give you everything and anything you need, no matter where you work or what you do in that franchise. And I can't say that about everybody else. Not yet, because they're the only ones that have these kind of results for 25 years. You know, this is something that they have established for a quarter century now. Okay, so this is not done by mistake. It's not by fly by night. This is a long thing that they have proven over time. The Heat organization is the best run organization in the history of South Florida sports. And they are ahead of everybody by Light years, not a couple blocks, not a couple miles, light years. Different, different, com- completely different place than everybody else. Um, Scared money don't make new money. Amen to that, Randy. If you don't have diamond hands, it's like the dude that called me today. I'm not going to say his name, a friend of mine, but he was, hey, should I sell my IMX? Because he's, you know. Made, I think he's he doubled or tripled, uh, and IMX we gave it to you at forty four cents, and it's like at three thirty now. You know, so what's up, Jeff? You doing all right? There you go. So you know, it's like, but I know IMX is going to go more, so I can wait. I can be patient. So you got to be, you know, you you got to have some, you got to have some uh, some guts to hang in there. And know when to when to say when, as that old beer commercial uh, used to be. Uh, I've always taken your advice on crypto. Well, thank you, Nico. I'm I'm flattered, and I hope everything's gone well for you. Since I am not a financial advisor, 
Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Owen, Sean. I look forward to catching the start of the show later. Quite a pump today. Amen. IMX is a monster. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. IMX is definitely a monster. How are we doing around? Uh, Ethereum hit 3,400, but now it's down back to 3,338, which is still up 275 right now. Uh, ADA is up close to 63 cents. I think it'll go to a couple dollars in this bull run. HBAR is at 11 cents right now, up 5%. HBAR has moved very well. It is up 55% in the last month, 86%, almost 87% in the last three months. Uh, I would not be surprised if HBAR is flirting with a dollar when it's all said and done. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Avalanche is over $40, $40.15, over 2%. Jasmine is over $0.02. Cents. It's up 37%. Solana, 6.5%. It's up to $115. Uh, SHIB is up 5.5% almost, up to uh, 11 0.000011. Whatever that is. Uh, injective protocol up 7% to 4281. I gave you that at $1.34. Injective protocol in August of 2022, I think it is. At $1.34, I think it was. And it's at 4281 now. That's well over 2,500%. You're welcome. For those of you that got on there. Uh, render is up 7.5%. Very good. I'm not in a Render, but it's a good company. $7.81 right now. Axelar. I've told you about Axelar when it was like a $0.99. Cents. It's at $1.56. It's up 7%. So there you go. How about that? Some stuff is moving folks it's a beautiful thing beautiful thing when it moves big old lovely day for crypto panthers win jasmine and bitcoin pump in you got it luis good for you my brother rosendo says you've got to know when to hold them and when to fold them and when to walk away and know when to run way to go kenny rogers can you bring back the roasters because it's the wood that makes it good at some point, we'll stop looking at crypto in relation to its value in dollars. The coins are the value asset themselves. If you believe in your asset, then hold. Exactly, no doubt. I like Chainlink long-term. So do I. Uh, Chainlink right now is at 1931. I think it hits $100 or more in this bull run. So it'll go more than 5X from where it's at right now. That's, again, not a financial advisor. Just, you know, a guy uh, taking a guess here or there. But, yeah, I like it overall. Pendle, by the way, is up 3.5%, up to $2.95. So there you go, folks. What do you got, Sean? Talk to me. So you remember one of the talking points was about the training staff with the Dolphins, you know, because all the injuries and all the training staff and the strength coaches and all that. Yeah, I know, number one, right? They love So them. they were number one training room and training staff A's, second in strength coaches with an A as well. So uh, 
I know a lot of those guys. I'm going to say that uh, the players don't see it the same way as us sitting here. Uh, it's pro. Just look at the injuries. It's just ridiculous. It's, a lot of them were flukish. It has nothing to do with the training or anything like that. The other day, what was it? Tyler and somebody else got injured right in the same game. So is that the training staff? Or is it just that Tyler gets injured all the time? By the way, we have a poll question. We need to follow up on that poll question. Who is the most fragile athlete in the history of South Florida sports? Go to our Twitter page at Big O Show. And the selection is a pretty good one. It, it gets you thinking. Okay. I don't know who you voted for there, Sean. But um, the selection is Tyler Hero, Yatil Green. Jazz Chisholm, and Devontae Parker. You're going Parker? Jeff goes Parker. Sean? Chisholm. Whoa. Right, that's... That's true. That's true. That's true. That is true. He has a point. Well, right now, the voting, 45%. Devontae Parker. 40% is the guy I would pick, Yatil Green. Because, bro, he was injured for our Canes and our Dolphins. Was was his jersey broken when you bought it? Right? So I give it to Yatil because I covered the Canes when he was playing with the Canes. And back then they used to allow the media to stand on the sidelines the entire game. We could do that. So, you know, the press box in the Orange Bowl was in – near the clouds, and, like, players look like ants. It looked like the magnet board I used to have as a kid. It looked like I was watching that pretty much. So they would give you the option of actually going down and standing on the sidelines. So the geek that I am, I would go down the sidelines and watch the games from there. You know what I mean? And Yatil would catch a ball and immediately go to the sideline, pulled something, whatever, and I laughed the day that Jimmy Johnson, because I ripped Jimmy Johnson to hell that day for drafting Yatil Green, because he stood there next to you. Okay, no more pools and no more this. And I'm laughing. I'm going, bro, that's who he is. What are you talking about? You know? So, yeah, Yatil Green. So I would give it a Yatil Green. Uh, and then Tyler Hero's in third place with 10% of the vote, and Jazz Chisholm is in last place with 5%. Now, Jazz also plays the sport nobody gives a shit about. That, and then you never see him play in that sport that nobody cares about because he's always injured. But I, because I, I know we, we got we can't leave out the facts that it's also baseball, and people just don't care. I, you know, I took I first screwed up the list. I first had Aaron Eckblad, which is very, which is legit, by the way. But then somebody sent in and said, bro, you, sh- you should have had Devontae Parker. And I was like, bro, you are I – mean, when you're right, you're right. And when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I was wrong. And so I changed it right away, and I put Devontae Parker, and I took out – so we took out Aaron Eckblad, which, by the way, is a sport that now people kind of care about. Yeah. So he might have gotten some votes, but, yeah, I would figure that – I thought Tyler Hero would carry a lot more because it was so fresh from him just getting injured again. Jesus, man. That guy is as fragile as it gets. Really is. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Yeah, Randy, you got to keep buying. If uh, if you don't have enough, 
keep buying. I used to remember when I get back and forth with Devontae. Yeah, Devontae, Devontae Parker could play. It wasn't that Devontae Parker was not a player. The guy could play. Now, did he ever play to the point that he justified his draft position? Never. He never got to that point. Unfortunately, that's not who he is. You know what I'm saying? But he was a productive player when he could stay on the on the field. You know? <laughs> nice job by Horndog on uh, on Twitter there. I like that. That was good. That was very good. Uh, let's get to uh, some music history and uh, birthdays today. How about that? Let's do that. We haven't done that today on the show. Let's see what we got here. Well, it would be nice. Here now, I got to uh, I got to join the the intranet here. Let's see. Hold on. Let's get connected. Oh, I don't even know if it'll connect automatically. Did I forget the? Uh... Oh, good. It has the it has the uh, the password in memory. Yeah, I know, I know. I was like, oh man, did I have do I still have the password is is the question. All right, so let's uh let's first go with uh, a little birthdays today on February 28th. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Jason Aldean, country singer is 47 years old. Luka Doncic, basketball player is 25. Look like it's a deep list today of of uh, famous. Well, at least if I leave the TikTokers and the YouTubers out, which I don't know who the hell they are, uh, then yeah, it's a short list. Gilbert Gottfried, the late Gilbert Gottfried, was born in the state in '55. We lost him in '22. Vitor Roque, soccer player, is 19. Um, Bernadette Peters is 76 years old today. Alex Caruso, basketball player, is 30 today. Ali Carter, actress, is 48 years old today. Robert Sean Leonard, TV actor, is 55 years old today. Those are your famous birthdays today. And let's see, music history. Um, Do we have it? Do I have it is the question. I guess I'm going to have to find it because I guess I didn't save it properly on the 28th of February, what happened in music history. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have here? And if you got any uh, questions, uh, send them in. Remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo. At Cash Big O Show, that is Cash Big O Show, Cash App or Venmo. And you can always make a donation, the donation that keeps on giving over and over. You can make a Bitcoin donation on Cash App or Venmo. Thank you, as always. Today, on this date in 96, the 38th annual Grammy Awards were held in L.A. Nirvana won the trophy for the best alternative music performance for their MTV Unplugged in New York album. Also in 96 on this date, the same Grammys, the original members of KISS made an appearance. 
marking it the first time in 17 years that the original group was on stage together in full makeup and costumes. They want, went on to uh, tell us about a about a uh, a farewell tour, and then they didn't really say farewell. But you got to, you got to see the original lineup there in the late 90s for the last time. In 70, Led Zeppelin had to perform a gig in Copenhagen as the Knobs after Eva von Zeppelin, a relative of the airship designer, threatened to sue the group if the family name was used in Denmark. In 2008, on this date, UK's NME Awards, Arctic Monkeys, were the big winners, taking uh, home awards for Best British Band, Best Track for Fluorescent Adolescent, and the Best Video for Teddy Picker. At the same show, Muse, love Muse, man, they won for the Best Live Band, and the Killers took for the Best International Act. And that, my friends, is what happened today in Musica History. There you go. All right. All right, all right, all right. And let's see. Uh, Ho Yoon, by the way, thank you for the love on the super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think I mentioned it also, Kala Joe. Thank you also on Cash App. That's Cash Big O Show. Thank you very much, as always, for your support. Um, let's see, Big O, uh, I wanted to buy a half of a Bitcoin. What exchange do you recommend? And keep in mind, I'm a total newbie. Okay, Ocala Joe, if you're going to do this, okay, I want you to also get a Tangem wallet, order a Tangem wallet. It's, it'll cost you 99 bucks, get the three cards because it comes 69.95, I think it is. And then the three cards make it 99, I think it is something like that. So get your Tangem wallet. Go to, um, I mean, you, you, the Tangent Wallet's going to take you a couple weeks and Bitcoin is going to soar by then. So I would suggest you go to Exodus, download the app for Exodus, and buy the half, half the Bitcoin right there. Tie your bank account to it, like always, and then, uh, and then buy it there and then hold it there. Remember, when you download your Exodus account, it is a, it is a uh, custodial wallet, which comes with your 12, 12 words, which is your passwords, basically. So you have to save those passwords. Do not save them online. Do not copy them online. Don't put it on a text and send it to yourself or anything. Do not ever put it online. Write it down on a piece of paper. Put it somewhere where you can keep it safe for the time being. Then when you get your Tangent Wallet, then you will transfer the Bitcoin to it, the half Bitcoin to it, okay? Now, the next thing I want you to do is go to YouTube. And then when you go to YouTube, look for a video, how to use the Exodus Wallet, how to buy crypto on the Exodus Wallet, how to transfer crypto from my Exodus Wallet. All those things you'll be able to learn on that video. And then you'll learn and then get another video how to use my Tangem wallet. And Tangem already has a video out that'll show you how to use it. And then you're gonna get a video. There's gonna be a video. You're gonna say, how do I transfer from Exodus to Tangem on on uh, on YouTube? And then you'll watch that video so you'll be prepared when you get your Tangem wallet to then move it over. Okay, my friend? But that's how you would do it. Do it now, go get your Exodus and take advantage.
because if you wait a few weeks for, uh, I mean, your 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 uh, Exodus wallet. Yes, exactly. If you wait a few weeks for your Trezor wallet, Bitcoin could be at eighty thousand by then, and you're going to lose on all that on all those winnings or seventy five, whatever. But you're going to be losing. So, yeah, there you go. That's how I would do it, Ocala Joe. Okay, my brother. But please get the videos, learn, be patient. You know, it'll show you everything. Uh, I invested in Bitcoin fund through Fidelity, and it's double in a month. Of course. Of course it has. But it's always better to own the Bitcoin because you don't own that Bitcoin. That's the thing. FYI, Coinbase Advance does not charge you less, does not charge you fees when you buy through there. Yes, exactly. But as you saw, it also goes down. So you got to be careful like it did today. But you're right. You can do it that way also. Randy is correct. You can also use Coinbase's uh, Advance if you want to do it that way. But for me personally, you know, I like the Exodus wallet. And listen, you're buying half a Bitcoin. Are you really worried about a, 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 a $20 service fee? Really? We're talking about $30,000. Are you really going to be worried about a service fee of 4 bucks or 20 bucks? I doubt that. Now, if you're only buying 100 bucks. Then Steven, I got you. But he's buying if he's buying half a Bitcoin, dude, the, the service charge ain't ain't shit. You, you can live with it. You know? So there you go. By the way, make sure you buy uh half a Bitcoin and whatever the service charge is of a Bitcoin over that. So, you know, an extra ten bucks, thirty bucks, whatever the so that way you have your half a Bitcoin. Okay. Oh, I like uh like all the other team up team up podcasts, but you were uh, supposed to have done that way back. Um, yeah, it's a, but it's a different ball game. What I want to do than what they're doing. You know what I mean? Completely different. We're a com- brother. We're a completely different show than everybody else. Everybody else is a specialized show that they do one sport and that's all they talk about. And you know what I mean? I'm not that man. I talk about life and crypto and you know I talk about football and basketball and baseball and hockey and you name it dude you know music entertainment we'll have some fun you know we we're a completely different type of we're a real talk show you know it's what it is so that's where we're completely we veer off than everybody else we have our guests we give you insight i think some of the best insight there is uh, on the dolphins but at the same time we're, uh, we we provide uh, a little bit more of a service for for the public than those other shows. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. It's all good. Everybody has a, a spot. Everybody has a place. And you get a variety to pick from. So that way you can pick and choose whoever you like. You know what I mean? If you like uh, the guys on Five Reasons or you like Omar and Poop or you like uh, Dolphins Talk or... Any anybody, Doug, you know, whatever, man. Uh, God bless you, man. And there's room for everybody to have success and uh, and do their thing. But we're completely different than everybody else. So you know, it's all good. It is all good in the hood. All right, we are out of here. Uh, I was gonna thank Matt Verderan, but he never checked in. So we'll try. He's at the combine. So, you know, he might have gotten a little complicated. So I'll send him a text. It's all good, bro. I had plenty to say today. 
We've been on how long? Over two hours with no guests. And we don't take commercial breaks. Eight-minute commercial breaks. So, you know, what can I tell you? We get it done for you here on the show. Plenty of Dolphins talk today. Plenty of beautiful crypto talk. Of course, we enjoyed our time here with Brett, Jeff, John, all the great people out here at Canesware. We thank all of you out there. Uh, we will see you again tomorrow afternoon. We're at Hialeah Park, like always on Thursdays. That one doesn't change. But it will be around 3.30 again. And we'll have a bunch of guests tomorrow because, obviously, we'll have Fronis. On. Well, actually, I can push Fronis to Friday. Uh, we'll get uh, Matt Verderam on tomorrow. So we'll have some fun with that. Uh, we thank Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend, that uh, masters this entire platform every single day. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Same bat channel.